I can't understand long distance people. They 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 work so much and they run so much. Even their warm up they they run for these miles upon miles, getting their legs warmed up. And I'm always asking like how what does that make any sense at the start? Like how can you run the same distance you're about to run on the track? You know what I mean? I was running. Let's Make Fun podcast, part of the Not Normal Network, and this is the very first episode of Let's Make Fun, so thank you so much for joining today. My name is Jeremy Sturdefant. Uh, before we get started, just wanted to let you know, make sure to follow us on Twitter, at Let's Make Fun Show. We're also on Facebook, Let's Make Fun. Uh, make sure to like that page to keep up to date on all of the guests that we'll be having. You can go on there and see who we're going to have so you can ask any questions um, and we will read them on the show and get some get some good interaction with our guest. Um, make sure to follow the Not Normal Network on Facebook and you will get a lot of good and funny shows. Um, so make sure to go check all of that out. My very first guest is Kevin Hovick. Um, he is fresh off of the Sageburner trail race, I believe, is, and that was a 50K, is that correct? Yeah, it was 50K. So if, obviously we don't use metric units in the United States, so it translates to a little <laughs> over 31 miles. But uh, it, was, uh, it was killer, though. A lot of elevation change and all that, yeah. See, that just sounds insane. Like... So 50K, has anybody ever come up with like a 401K? <laughs> yeah. that, that would be a good one for like businesses, maybe. Get a business to go do that, yeah. yeah. I'm sure there's a, I mean, I, I wouldn't doubt that someone would actually start that because there's a lot of crazy different races out there, some of I've never even heard of before and different types of races. But yeah, no, that would be a, that'd probably be a good one for a business to do, yeah. Right. Yeah, I wouldn't think that that would be very fun. I, uh... I, I you said how how many is is a 50k 31 miles 31.1 yeah 31.1 but what's what kind of sucks about trail races definitely more than road races is that a lot of the trail races they'll say it's a 50k or it says you know a certain amount of miles but it's a kind of like a rough estimate they're not going to write you know 52k or something like that so right. the trail kind of is 31 miles but they 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 shape it and do it in a way that it could end up being like 34 miles at the end of it just because they you know they want to make it seem like a 50k to attract more people but just the nature of the trails you might be actually doing you know 33 34 miles depending on where you're going so you're getting gypped out on like four miles yeah if if you got one of those things for the stickers for the back of your car (laughs) people are gonna be like no that's a 50k is only 31.1 not 34 point whatever it actually is that you did exactly what a rip (laughs) see that's just another reason i would never run um, you, you know, know what you're getting into. Exactly. Yeah. I don't know if I've even walked 31.1 miles in my life, like yeah. total. In the so end. to run that, and how long did it take you to do that? This one took me longer than I than I wanted it to. It took me about five hours and 55 minutes, which is on the high end. So it equates to about like a 11, I think 11 and a half mile pace. So um, I did one another 50k. Uh, what was it like three? No, probably six seven months back. And I did that one just over five hours. So that one was almost an hour less 
Um, but yeah, so this one wasn't as hope I wasn't as didn't do as well as I hoped. But it, it, you know, I just wanted to finish, and that's kind of what the main goal was. So. Man, all the praise to you, my friend. Thank you. All the praise to you. I guess one of my first questions is going to be probably what pretty much everybody listening to this is asking um what the hell is wrong with you yeah <laughs> how do you even possibly do that um i mean honestly it's just i mean i've been a i've been a runner for about 10 years and i got into it because i wanted to lose weight and i was a little bit chubby in high school and i just needed to lose extra pounds and one of my friends got me into running and i never really did long distance honestly until two or three years ago i would only do about three four or five miles every day and that was five miles was kind of my cap usually and then i forgot where but i ended up picking up a book on ultra runners and i never i've heard of marathons like everybody has um, but i've never heard of ultra marathons which is going past the 26.2 mile mark and um and i was just intrigued just reading about them and how they can push themselves mentally physically um the conditions they have to put themselves through and I, it's honestly it was just it just drew me into the fact that it was like all right now i'm gonna start training for this and i mean don't get me wrong like just because i did a 50k i mean that's <laughs> on the low end of ultra so i mean there's still a lot more out there and it's still very daunting even even to me doing it so really okay mm -hmm. so is that about the farthest that you've gone yeah okay yeah. 50k is the farthest i've done any training run or any run race 50k is the longest that i have done yet so okay yeah and what are you trying what is your aspiration your next your next big goal uh, I mean, my next goal would be to hit 50-mile races, and they've talked about, I've heard, you know, different things about ultra marathons, and one of the drawbacks about it is that the low end of ultras is 50K, and there are some races staggered about that are in between 50K and 50 miles, or 31 miles and 50 miles. There are some that are kind of thrown about in the country, but for ultra marathons, really the big races that everybody knows and everybody goes to, it goes from 50K to 50 miles. So that jump is huge. You know, you're doing adding almost 20 miles extra on. So, you know, that would be my next goal. To My next bigger race would be a 50-mile race. 50 miles. 50, 50 miles, yeah. Does that ever get confusing for you? Because it's confusing as hell to me. Because, like, well, K. I mean, I know the difference between the letter K yeah. and the word <laughs> miles. But it's like, man, it's just because most people do run, like, a 5K or yeah. a 10K or 50K, mm -hmm. you always forget about the marathons where they yeah. actually say, you know. Yeah, the 26.2. Exactly. And I, I'm not, I've never been to Europe, and I've, but I've read, you know, about people that have done races in Europe and I know Europe they use you know the standard 100k 50k 60k whatever it might be and I think just in America they just they wanted to just translate it somehow I'm sure there's I don't know what how many kilometers 50 miles would be but I'm sure there's a race in Europe that's like whatever you know 60 70k and then equates to like 50 miles or so so gotcha. there i'm sure there's some other race like that but yeah just being in america i'm assuming they just use that just to make us more accommodating so <laughs> uh well everybody dumbing down things for the americans yeah. is what i guess we're used to yes yeah um so that's fine um and yeah you can follow in uh kevin on instagram at kvnhvck to see him running around the world and you know just see all the beautiful pictures yeah. of all the sites where was this one in gunnison gunnison right? yeah gunnison colorado so this was yeah so four four hours outside of denver wow. just going west and a little south yeah. such a gorgeous t part of town oh. going up there we've never gone there snowboarding but mm -hmm. we've uh you know we've been all around but that's one place that we'd like to go yeah. in the winter pretty much anywhere in the mountains is, yeah. is gorgeous and then crest of Utes right there too okay. so i mean you go to gunnison forgot the rooted number it is but if you take a half mile 
or a half hour ride up the road. Gunners, I mean, uh, Crested Butte's right there too in Crested okay. Butte. We've been there before too, and it's beautiful. And yeah, skiing, snowboarding is okay. all up there too. So yeah. Yeah, I've heard plenty of good things, and um, that's one of the the places that we'd like to go. The farthest that we've gone, do you ski or anything? I used to ski growing up, but I, I've skied once since I've been out here. One, I don't have any pairs of skis, and then I don't have a season pass or anything like that. My friend down in Vail, he let me. Uh, his skis and everything. So I did go skiing once ah. in the past couple of years, but not not religiously at all. Yeah, no. yeah. Well, hey, you should try it. Yeah, you, right? I bet you're in plenty of good shape for it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, <laughs> one of the drawbacks about running is that to do these races, obviously your weekend takes up so much time doing training runs where I even have my friend out in Vail saying, hey, come out and do this, you know, ski with me this weekend or do this, do that. And she's like, hey, man, I got a race in a month. Like, I can't really take off this whole Saturday to go run 20-something miles and then go skiing the same, <laughs> right. yeah, the same day. So it does, you know, running, just the race is big, but the training in general takes up a huge amount of time and effort too. So, right. Yeah. And that's what I was going to uh, ask you next was tell everybody about what your disgusting morning ritual is. <laughs> so usually I get up between 4 and 4.30 in the morning. It just depends on what length of run I want to do or if I wake up before and I just don't feel like getting up right away right. but um so between 4 and 4 30 get up I usually try to have at least a cup of coffee drink a little bit of water and then I head out the door try to hit the road by 4 30 4 45 in between there um hit, hit five to eight nine miles in the morning and then yeah take a shower and get dressed and within 15 minutes then head right off to work I'd be Man. there you know in the morning so that is very impressive yeah that's very impressive um and speaking of that um Kevin is also a vegan uh, so I'll start off the same with with the same question as before <laughs> what the hell is wrong with you <laughs> have you seen what a uh, hamburger looks like I know how long have you uh have you been vegan for long or vegan not so so I'm a vegan, I've been for about a year and a half, um, but I've been a ve I was a vegetarian before that for about ten years. So I was a vegetarian mm. for a while, um, and then my girlfriend was actually getting stomach problems, and she actually cut out dairy for the lactose reasons. And then she slowly started to cut out meat, and since she was cutting out dairy and butter and all the other stuff, I just decided, you know, I'm a vegetarian. You know, I've always wanted to go vegan, but yes, like the cheeseburger wasn't the main thing. It was always pizza, always got to me, especially being from New Haven, <laughs> yeah, Connecticut, pizza, where yeah, yeah there was good pizza in the east coast and i've always grown up eating pizza and that was the big thing i just i was like i can never give up cheese cheese mm -hmm. was always the one thing and uh no and then she she started slowly switching that way and i was just like i just decided to make the leap with her and and I, honestly i don't i mean i at first obviously you look at things or ice cream or cheese and you you kind of you know your mouth starts salivating you're like right. oh crap i wish i didn't do this <laughs> but after a while like anything else it's just second nature where he doesn't you don't even think about it anymore gotcha and not just me because i know pretty much everything um <laughs> tell everybody what the difference between a vegan and a vegetarian is so vegetarians they still eat dairy they still have eggs um i mean even honey or anything like that vegans they cut out everything that has anything to do with animal products. Um, so no eggs, no butter, um, donuts, ice cream, basically almost any dessert, that, modern dessert in a store. Right, I mean, they make desserts right. now, a lot of desserts that have substitutes. But any, if you're going to go out and someone's going to feed you or give you a dessert at a party, most likely it's going to have some sort of dairy in it, whether it be milk or eggs. Um, but yeah, so that's, that's, that's basically the difference. Vegetarians eat meat, but, and you have everything else. Vegans, no animal products. Okay. Whatsoever. Even honey at the same time. Yeah. See, and with you saying all of this, it's kind of, I have a, uh, a little game that I'm going to play with you and every guest here on the let's make fun show. Um, we're going to test your knowledge on some 
vegan uh, options and see if you know <laughs> but it sure seems like you kind of know a little bit uh a little bit about it so yeah i think you'll do pretty well um this guy also is just about the most ridiculous uh memory when it comes to anything always sunny in philadelphia um i think you know pretty You're much testing every... me too much now i don't I know, know. Hey, I'm, I'm getting no, nervous now I, yeah. that's good i don't want you to get all, i don't want you to get 100 percent. you know um so we're gonna have a little bit of fun a little bit later um and try to test your knowledge and all that and see if you can uh get six out of six we only have six questions okay um and and see how you how you do there but let's get back to to running real quick you know anything that i don't know a lot about again which isn't very much so i i, I know pretty much everything <laughs> uh, but anything i don't know a lot about i'm very fascinated by um so with the running um, again, I can barely run at all. I tried, um, I tried working out to be a firefighter and I was, I told you a couple days ago, um, we, I tried just doing, just running cause we, we had to do like a quarter mile run. Um, but you had to have a lot of weight and everything mm -hmm. on top of it. It is by far, I could do the weight stuff. I could do all the lifting and all that stuff. But when it came to running again, they, they waited until the very end for mm -hmm. you to do the run, but it was only a quarter mile. How I, I just what are you what are you listening to when you're when you're doing this running? Um, and, mean, and with 30, 31.1 miles, <laughs> do you even have an iPod or iPad that lasts that long? Yeah, so that is one of the the hard things about I mean running the long distances of of trying not to concentrate on the next step every you know every second of every run. It's just like yeah, the long distance is going to get you that way. I mean, what I listen to depends on kind of what. In the mornings, I have certain podcasts or news podcasts that I like to listen to. Um, so, ah, down so you'll have a new one to listen to. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You're I'll put obsessed this on, with yeah. yourself. You can listen to yourself all day. Right. I'm gonna have to. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Sorry, but uh, but no. In the mornings, I'll listen. Mostly, I listen to like some news podcasts, just like the you know updates and what's going on in the world. Um, I do like. Uh, true crime podcasts or anything mm. like that. So those kind of, especially when it's like four thirty, five o'clock in the morning, when there's like all dark <laughs> out. I mean, right. I know it is kind of weird, but it does give you, it does give me a creepy sense where, like, you know, all of a sudden your your senses are heightened because you're listening to some sort of true crime oh, murder bet. thriller, and you know, so <laughs> it, it does it does make the run a little bit more fun. But when it comes to like the long distance races. Um, I usually start off listening to some sort of music, some sort of album, and what I like to do is not make playlists, so to say. I do have playlists for running, but what I like to do is actually start an album from the beginning, and then just, even if I've listened to the album before, oh, okay. start it from the, the very first song, listen to it all the way through, um, and then just try to almost take my mind off and try to listen to like the lyrics of the album, or how the album flows together, or how you know the production of it, or anything like that, so I try to f focus on something else. Um, what I found out is when I do these long races, about two and a half, three hours in, I do get kind of tired of listening to music, and then I just mm. pop out the headphones, and I just basically listen to nothing. I just listen to what's going on, listen to my feet, um, even just talk to people in the race, too. One last guy, last race I did, uh, me and this guy were kind of going back and forth, back and forth, and not... Like, in a, not, like racing back and yeah, forth? Yeah, not, not, in, not in, a, in a competitive way, just saying, like, you know, he was at his aid station, and he stayed there an extra two minutes or whatever, extra whatever and I just left before him and then he caught up to me and then I stayed at a station to rest a little longer than I caught up to him and eventually we start talking about like where we're from and why we're doing this 
race and different things like that. So it, it, it is nice to, you know, actually have a conversation with someone because then obviously, you know, they're going through the same thing and it makes the time go obviously a little bit faster. So, yeah. And you're, are you having these conversations while running? Yeah. Oh, yeah. how? Yeah. Well, <laughs> that's, I, I, and again, I'm so, I, I was a smoker for 10 years. I never, I, I ran in high school and other than that, I'm 33 now. So mm. it makes sense that I'm super out of shape and I can't do that. But um, it's just crazy to me that I've tried just doing like, not just doing, but my wife likes to climb 14ers mm -hmm. and she likes to talk during them. Mm -hmm. And I want to murder every <laughs> little animal, everything, you know, it's just, there's nothing good about like there, there's good because you know, you're getting the exercise, you get to see nature and all mm -hmm. that, but I feel like I'm dying inside. So for you to be able to do that and just talk mm -hmm. you know it's just it, it's it is it's very fascinating to me to be able to know that people can do that yeah it's just i mean it's like anything else i mean as soon as you start you know it's practice and as soon as you start practicing for i mean i've been running for years and eventually you know your lungs get used to the pace that you run at so it's not like you know at first when i first started running i was the exact same way i mean i would run with my friend he would lap me and he would try to talk to me and i'd just be out of breath and i couldn't talk to him and it's, I mean, it's like that for anybody, but then as soon as obviously your lungs get used to just, you know, just as your muscles get used to what you're doing, your insides, your, you know, all that stuff, your heart rate all gets used to, you know, that motion. So then you can be able to talk, uh, you know, at a conversational pace, but even in those long races, I mean, like I said, we were going at a 10 minute, 11 minute mile. So we're not trudging right, along. We're just true. kind of like, you know, so we're able to like, obviously talk about it, you know, more opens, you know, so it's not as much huffing and puffing because we're not running six minute miles. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. You're not straining yourself no, to yeah. the point where you can't even talk. Exactly, That's true. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because I know um, going back to another point where it was like you kind of have that added motivation if you see somebody um, mm -hmm. too. Because my wife is a she she runs mm -hmm. and she will tell me like you know I'll be like how was the run when she gets back and she'll say yeah well there's somebody else running so you know I had to beat that person every time it's, you know they yeah. started going slower so I went past them and I was like I was about to stop she say I was about to stop and I kept running past them it's just there's always motivation for everybody no, so that's good it's totally true I mean even in this last race there was this other girl that we were kind of going back and forth to and she was basically ahead of me the entire time and you know I can see her in the distance and then obviously when the race is it's a single track a lot of it so you can't really go next to anybody so at certain times I'm literally like right behind her and everything um, and then the last aid station she took a little while longer and I mean I'm not you know, and there's nothing in a malicious way, obviously, but you, you see someone stop that's been ahead of you the whole time. It's like, okay, well, maybe I'll take an extra or a less than 30 seconds than what she's doing, and I'll just get ahead of her, and I'll, I'll beat her in the race, you know? So there is that, you know, outside motivation that definitely does push you to, you know, push yourself harder. And like I said, it's nothing malicious or anything, but just <laughs> right. like your wife. I mean, I'll run outside, and I'll see people running, and... I'm not gonna lie. It gives you like a good feeling when you kind of go past them. You know, you don't you know wave or make them you know make them feel like a dick or anything. But like at the same time, it's you know you feel better about yourself. Like okay, well I got this person. You right, know, I, right. I can beat them. I'm like, at least better than yeah, one person yeah, exactly, on planet Earth. Exactly. No, that totally makes sense. Um, yeah, when when I was doing some running, it would be on the treadmill usually mm -hmm. in like a in a Terrible. small gym. I hate treadmills. Yeah. And I like it because I feel like even if just like earlier with your you know the how you don't get all of the credit for doing like a 31 point or a 50k or mm -hmm. whatever like it's usually 35 miles yeah when you're running on a treadmill i feel like you get the opposite you get more credit for what you're doing because mm -hmm. i feel like i could run for like a half mile on a mm -hmm. treadmill but out in real life there's no way i feel like if i'm running on the sidewalk 
I look down at you know my pedometer or yeah. something, and I've gone like a fifth of, the mi- of a mile, <laughs> and I just want to kill everybody. So um, it's, it, I think that it, it, I think I liked it a little bit better. But it, when there were people in the gym, mm-hmm. it made me feel a little bit more motivated mm-hmm. too. Because if if I'm like person next to you, yeah, so, if somebody's yeah. next to me, or if somebody's <laughs> even doing something far away, and I've only been running for two minutes, yeah. I don't want to be like, oh, that person knows I've only ran, for, I can only run for two minutes. Oh, this is a it's pathetic. funny though, because like I mean I. I talked to people and like I used to do the same thing. When I used to start. When I first started running. It was on a lot of treadmills too, and it'd be the same thing if I saw, you know, I, if I got on after somebody and then I saw them running. It's like, and I feel like I want to quit. I can't quit. This guy is still going, and he right. started before me, so I can't be. I can't be that much of a baby about this. <laughs> I got to push myself. So no, outside motivation is definitely a key factor in, in running, and I mean in life in general, but definitely in running. Yeah. So what would you say? And Kevin Hovick again is my guest. Um, what would you say would be like for somebody beginning, like for me, I, mm-hmm. I'm going back and forth trying to, to do it. What's some good steps to start? Like when you first started, mm-hmm. um, like what, what got you going the most? I know you said you kind of wanted to lose weight and yeah. everything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, for somebody that really doesn't want to and try like me, like, you know, I'd try once a week and I'd mm-hmm. be like, okay, I did it once this week. And, mm-hmm. and, um, one of our other coworkers, Callan, you know, he's been doing a great mm-hmm. job running. Um, yeah, he just what, finished five miles. Yeah five, yeah. five miles is a ridiculous amount. Yeah. I'm so proud of And he's of only him. been running for about a month too. And so that's he, insane. Yeah, yeah. Um, did he tell you how long he, I guess I could, we could have had him on so too, cool. but yeah. Yeah. Uh, to like how far he would go the first first time like the uh, first yeah. time yeah so the first time i know he said he'd get either a half mile out or like three quarters of a mile out and then run back so a mile or, okay. a, or a mile and a half so yeah like one fifth of what he needed to finish and yeah so that was and there was days that i know he would take off because and, as, and i mean everybody struggles with that too even you know to even the great ultra runners they struggle with getting themselves to push themselves even to get out of bed or do running and stuff so i know he had some off days and stuff too but it was impressive that mm-hmm. i mean I, he didn't tell me like I, he wasn't worried about time or finishing or you know doing it at a certain pace but just to go from beginning of october and his goal by the 31st was to run five miles you know that was yeah that's insane and he was even saying that he yesterday he ran out i think he ran out like two miles or a mile and a half or something like that and he was you know he just thought to himself you know again that's that outside motivation because i think he was not competing but him and his friend or something were Mm. trying to see who can do it or whatever but that outside motivation to be like hey like i'm gonna finish this and you know to tell someone to be like hey i did do this you know get the congratulation from it because it does mean a lot to someone to be like wow like that's really great job you know you know so and it sounds too like he was he had you to Mm -hmm. be motivation too because we all know that you run a lot and Mm -hmm. i think that helped him so um going back to it like if you were to tell somebody like if somebody's listening right now and they're like god i really hate running i don't want to ever do anything obviously um you know and we'll get to the healthier eating and all Mm -hmm. that type of lifestyle of it as well um but like as far as like goals to set to at the very beginning what kind of goals would you say for um for somebody getting into it i would say i mean i told cal this from the beginning and i tell people this too and I don't think I, I followed it when I started off. What I found out oh, you, is, yeah. you're such well, a I had a friend that like pushed me so hard that we it wasn't even it wasn't mileage or anything. It was just like gotta keep going, gotta keep going, and basically till you puke. And you know, so it was like that kind of mindset that I started off with. And I see how that can discourage a lot of people from the very beginning because you just feel like total shit after you just you, you want to collapse. You just don't want to do it anymore. So I get totally get that. So what I would say instead of focusing on how much miles, I mean, Callan did it this way, but I would 
instead of focusing on how many miles you want to do at the beginning, just do a time. You know, go out. I'm gonna do ten minutes. You know, I'm gonna do five mile, five five minutes out, five minutes back. Next day, I'm gonna do seven minutes out, seven minutes back, mm. and then just kind of just up that increment, and then just see what that time is. You know, at the end of it, don't look at your watch or whatever you're clocking on your phone, and just see. Okay, ten minutes. I did. You know, a mile and a mile and a quarter. You know, right. and the next day, it's like okay, if I'm gonna push and do seven minutes out, seven minutes back, fourteen minutes. You know, I should be trying to do about a mile and a half or a mile and three quarters. So I would always say time for me, at least, was always kind of easier to push myself to do than to be like, oh, crap, I have to do, you know, you know, whatever miles, like 10 miles today. It's like, well, it's almost like you're giving you're giving yourself a, the time is a set goal, but some about time to me didn't really, it didn't, it didn't discourage me as much as being like, oh, I have to finish this certain amount of distance. Right. Yeah. So. Okay. Yeah, because with time too, you with the distance, you kind of have to push yourself and stuff. With time, if you want to, you know, slow your pace up, slow your pace up. You know, mm-hmm. there's no reason for you to push yourself if you don't need, if you don't feel it or not feeling it that day. So, yeah, focusing on time was, I would say, definitely before mileage, what what I think would help people a lot too. That's yeah. a great tip because mm-hmm. yeah, I I always did it the opposite. I would mm-hmm. always try to be like, well, I t- I. I I measured this out in my car, you know, mm-hmm. because I didn't have a pedometer at the time. And I'd be like, I'm going to go this half mile or a quarter mm-hmm. mile, however long it was. But if for some reason that day, I just didn't feel good. Um, sometimes it pushed me, but most of the time it felt like I was being unhealthy about mm-hmm. it. Like I was pushing myself to the point where I felt like, exactly. and, and it's very possible that I was, that this is how everybody feels, but like mm-hmm. my heart was about to explode. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and being a bigger guy like I mm-hmm. am, it's probably not as safe to do that. Um, I've also noticed, um, you know, even if I'm on a elliptical or something mm-hmm. like that, um, I feel like it's not as hard of a workout as mm-hmm. running. So I try way too hard mm-hmm. and then I try to remember, Hey, I'm breathing really hard. My heart's pounding so hard. This is probably not the best. I should mm-hmm. probably go at a better, a better rate, still have, you know, the, the blood pumping mm-hmm. and, and all that stuff, but, but maybe just not as, as much as you think you need yeah. to go. Yeah. Cause even if you did. 10 minutes and you up it to 20 minutes a day or if you know then the next day you did 10 minutes again and then you can even compare yourself or like in 10 minutes i did a mile and a quarter and then three days later 10 minutes like oh i did a mile and a half like it's mm-hmm. only a quarter mile but obviously your pace is quickened so right. it's kind of like a motivational factor at the same time no, yeah. that's a great idea mm-hmm. yeah so um and then so let's get back into the the healthier eating mm-hmm. um we just had halloween just passed mm-hmm. um what are you guys having for Halloween snacks or anything like that? Do you guys, did you guys have, first off, did you have any trick-or-treaters? No, we live in an apartment complex. So, so I grew up yeah. in apartment complexes. I would score. You'd go like a block and you'd get 500 houses. Yeah, I know. What, what, what's true though is that I've noticed as I've grown up too, I don't know if you've noticed that I feel like the trick-or-treaters are even dwindling nowadays. I mean, I feel oh, like yeah. when I was a kid, you used to go out, every, you know, this corner house would have a haunted house. This house would, you know, give out the big size candy bars you always knew the people that you know in halloween okay this is the good neighborhood or whatnot but even just driving because i had to go out last night too and even just driving around i was in north like even just residential areas of denver i mean i i would see 10 people maybe and it just wasn't as populated as you know i just as a kid everything seems a lot more grand but as a kid i just remember the sidewalks were packed oh yeah see people walking everywhere now it's excuse me get out of my way yeah yeah exactly yeah Yeah, it was was crowded (laughs) and no it's the same thing for me it is and and we live in a house and we had five people the entire night not five people but like five times people came to the door yeah and you know groups of maybe three or four there was one of one i went outside to check the mail at Mm -hmm. some point and i saw a bunch of kids yeah 
But I don't know if they were maybe not because we're not in like the Ritzville, yeah. you know, where we don't have the giant candy yeah. bars and stuff. We don't have the haunted house. Tell me you didn't give out the popcorn balls. Though. <laughs> no, I wish. <laughs> Man, popcorn bar- balls are the oh, best. Those are, are the you worst. kidding me? Oh, oh, the they just fall apart chug- when you chew on them. Not if you get the good ones. They stay together. <laughs> the, the, the popcorn balls were the worst, I thought, and the freaking dollar candies. Like, you know, the coin candies. Oh, yeah, like, those aren't the good. The chocolate no. is just terrible. Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Like, are we bo- talking about the gold coins yeah, with the chocolate in them? No. Those things are good. What? Th- here's the issue. You probably had like a Hershey's right before one of those, and then it, just and then it made it taste bad. <laughs> but you just have a whole sack of the gold coins. Those are the best. I mean, I'm not gonna say I'm not gonna eat it. Yeah. But yeah. Well, now you're not. <laughs> yeah. 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 Exactly. Yeah. No, but uh, but no, that is. It's very true though, because we did. We um, so even the past couple years, we lived down in Colorado Springs, mm, mm. and uh, you know, last year we might have had the most kids that, mm. we, that we've ever had, but it was still only like 10 groups of yeah. people, mm-hmm. um, and I don't know if it's because of, you know, everybody is getting more worried about their kids yeah. being out with all the craziness, that's, but there's been crazy things going on in the world forever, yeah. so, yeah. Um, but it's very true, because yeah, I, we were expecting, we bought four bags of candy yeah. for yesterday, we almost had one bag per group of people that yeah. we could have given out. <laughs> but now we have like three and a half bags. Mm-hmm. And and we were given pretty good sized handfuls to all the kids. So yeah. it's just, yeah, it's a waste of money. So I'm hoping that our, our local store will take back some, some yeah. Halloween candy. I yeah. don't know how they would profit on it, but. Yeah, because usually uh, at the stores after they give you like 70% off the candy right, anyway. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, they're like, hey, you want to get fat off candy here? Come buy it here. 70% off, two cents for a bag. Yeah. Um, but no, seriously, what were you, do you guys, um, what do you guys have? Like, did you, do you guys even have any sort of like special Halloween food or if no, you, yeah no? Okay. no I mean no I mean like it's like again like with being vegan I mean there is a lot of drawbacks from it in the sense that with holidays and you know mm-hmm. even Christmas but like Halloween especially with the candy I mean a lot of the candy's chocolate and it has a lot of milk in it and I mean, there are, I mean, I'm not even exactly sure if like Starburst or any of the fruity Skittle kind of stuff is vegan. Um, but I mean, I just, it, it, but I, like you were talking about before the healthy lifestyle in general, I mean, it's just kind of a, a natural thing. Well, I'm not eating the chocolate, so I'm really not, probably not going to have the Skittles or Starburst either just because it's not my quote unquote lifestyle anymore right. or what I eat. So no, I mean, it's a lot of like people outside of the, the vegan or outside of that kind of lifestyle, they think that, you know, we're the vegans are struggling or they're just like, oh, they're so, you know, they're, they, you know, how can they not eat candy? What are they going to do? It's just, honestly, it just comes to be like second nature. Like I said before, it's just, you don't even think about it. It's yeah. not something I'm like, oh crap, I wish I can have candy tonight. It's just something that people pass around a bowl of candy. It's like, no, just go to the next person. So no, no special candy or anything like that. So. And before that, when you were just vegetarian, mm-hmm. did you ever, were you ever like that anyway? Were you ever, I, you know, have a piece of candy every once in a while? Or? Yeah, I would say, yeah, I, it was weird. When I first became vegetarian, I was more, a lot more health conscious where I would avoid a lot of the dairy, a lot of, well, not dairy, but I would avoid a lot of the candy, a lot of the sweet stuff, a lot of like honey buns or anything like yodels or mm. devil dogs, like a lot of those kind of honey things. Buns, like, mm, I would still yeah. avoid it right from the beginning, but um, it was weird. As slowly as I, got into vegetarian like three or four or five years i did i started to incorporate start to indulge myself more with you know just more sweets or even just eating you know pizza again because even then i wouldn't eat a lot of pizza when turned vegetarian just because i was i kind of just equated it with the lifestyle i wanted to be healthier and like i said i was trying to lose weight at the mm-hmm. same time so it was kind of that kind of you know chemistry there so it's yeah so i mean i would indulge when i was a vegetarian but again not not overindulge or anything yet, yeah so 
Yeah, that's just, I mean, it, 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 it is just a strange thing. I mean, and it's not bad. It's mm-hmm. just something I've never dealt with yeah. myself. So, yeah. um, but it is, it's, again, it's fascinating. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so what do you guys like? Do you have a good, let's say somebody, again, is, you know, just like with uh, trying to get back into working out mm-hmm. or anything, if somebody's trying to eat a little healthier, not go total the whole vegan. Mm-hmm. I know it's a lifestyle and everything, mm-hmm. but do you have anything that's kind of borderline that maybe somebody that is just like, oh, I'll try this and see if it's something I might want to do that you uh, and your yeah. girlfriend have? Yeah, I mean, I would say, I mean, when it comes to actually making your own meals, um, what we do for meatballs now is that we use eggplant and chickpeas. So you cook the eggplant, you already have the chickpeas in the can, you put it in a blender, you mix it with um, just seasoning, breadcrumbs. I think a little bit of, I don't know if there's water, but there's some sort of other liquid in there too. And you kind of just make, obviously form a meatball. And I've had other people try it too. And it's, it's delicious. I mean, it tastes, I mean, it doesn't exactly taste like meat, but the texture is pretty much there. And it's, it is a good substitute. I mean, I've had people try it that ate meat before and they, you know, they can notice a, probably a little bit of a difference, but they said, yeah, I would eat this again. You really? Know? Yeah, exactly. There's, you know, there's nothing, there is a different little bit of different, like I said, texture or a different flavor about it. But at the same time, it's the same exact kind of shape and everything and no i mean i've i've had people eat it and said yeah i would definitely eat it again so and everything else so that's just mm-hmm. meatballs or is that that's, like you make a spaghetti type yeah. thing with meatballs yeah yeah exactly make okay. well, yeah make spaghetti with sauce and meatballs but then even just making meatballs to like get our own bread and make a sub you know mm-hmm. so yeah so you can obviously you can use this meatballs in the same way you use regular meatballs whatever you want to use it in it's the same exact thing so. and is is the rest of the spaghetti also like do you have to get a certain vegan type of thing or most noodles pretty vegan friendly yeah, most most noodles are pretty oh. vegan friendly yeah there's really no i mean you just kind of have to look out for just if it contains milk or oh. um anything like that but i mean i would yeah most you know we usually get like a little bit of not i wouldn't say organic brand but just some all natural kind of brand too but then okay. yeah it's it's usually yeah i mean i would say 99 percent of the time i've never really come across one that wasn't it's yeah. very possible that i've been eating half vegan my whole life then yeah so no. i'm pretty much a vegan yeah I mean, nice. all right yeah i felt like i've been <laughs> shedding some weight man yeah. look at me but you've noticed that i mean a lot of people they when they they when they actually look at their diet there are certain meals that they'll eat vegan and they just don't really realize it and they just you know it's like oh crap I, this whole meal didn't have any meat in it or even not just vegan but just even just vegetarian this whole meal had no meat in it whatsoever right and then i just feel like non-vegans or vegetarians don't notice that but it's like yeah i mean like you said i mean a lot of the meals you eat they're already basically made to be vegetarian or vegan. See, and I wonder because when I was a kid, I hated cheese. Mm-hmm. All I hated cheese. cheese. Hated cheese. What? No matter what. I've come around. But uh, <laughs> I went the opposite. Yeah. yeah. Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, exactly. But no, it's uh, so I'm wondering because my mom would every once in a while, and I don't know if she'd do it on purpose, mm. but she would make a meal that had cheese in it mm-hmm. and I'd be like halfway through mm-hmm. and I'd be like, Hey, this is really good. And she'd be like, there's cheese in there. And I'd be like, Oh, actually, you know what? I think I taste the cheese gross. And I'd like throw the rest of it away. I wonder if I do the same thing if, or if people do the same thing. If you're like halfway through a vegan meal, they're like, wow, this is really good. Yeah, what is yeah. it? Oh, it's a vegan meal. I'm like, Oh, oh God, there's no meat in it. What is this crap? You know? So no. I wonder if people do that. Yeah. I mean, we, Tiff's, <laughs> Tiff's uh, brother, her little brother, 
um, they came out to visit us a couple years ago and I made eggplant parmesan. It was all, um, I think it was actually vegetarian time. I don't think I was vegan yet. So it had cheese in it. Um, but, it, but he, he, he's, he's 18 now. So back then he was like 15 or 16 and how teenagers are, they're very finicky of what they want to eat or what they want to, you know, put into their mouth. So, um, it's, 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 he didn't have eggplant parmesan before you usually have lasagna with meat sauce or anything. So it was funny what you said that. Cause we, as soon as I said like, you know, oh, we're going to have this meal. It has this in it. And he already knew I was vegetarian. So there wouldn't <laughs> be meat in it. He's like, just don't tell me what's in it. I'm just going to eat it. And if it's good, it's good. If it's not, I'm not going to eat it. So I have come across that. Be like, yeah, just don't tell me what's in it and I'll be fine with it. You know? <laughs> right. So, cause tofu is a big one too, where people kind of shy away from tofu and don't, you know, like, oh, tofu, I never want to eat that. Or, you know, has this disgusting or whatever it right. is so so half the time i just don't say what it is you know because you can make cheese out of tofu or tofu ah. yeah so cheese out of, so i just don't even say that it is tofu so you can make cheese out of tofu like yeah if like, you melt it no or? it's it's a regatta kind of cheese so yeah you make see i haven't come all the way around that kind of <laughs> cheese is disgusting so like yeah like the ones they make in lasagna so tofu is very crumbly and tofu adapts to any flavor you want any seasoning you put in it, it mm. adapts to it tofu has no flavor like outside the box it's bland so you can you know if you want to add some italian seasoning in it and then you put nutritional yeast in it to give it this other kind of cheesy flavor nutty flavor um and yeah they do same thing with a blender you kind of just mix it up and the tofu just looks like regatta cheese like honestly if you wouldn't really know the difference if you look at it. i mean a professional chef would but right. but if i showed it to you you might just think oh that's just some sort of cheese you come know? on i'm a professional yeah, chef right. <laughs> what did i tell you i know everything <laughs> um but no that is that's crazy and i'm starting to wonder about this whole uh trivia thing that I'm going to have for you because right. it seems like you'll know a lot and I think maybe you have already covered some of my questions but I guess we'll find out um, during the day like uh, you know everybody has to have snacks and mm. stuff while they're eating or while they're uh, you know driving around mm. working whatever what kind of stuff do you have I've seen that you have um, sometimes with like sunflower seeds yeah. have you been cheating or is that uh, vegan friendly no it's vegan friendly yeah <laughs> Ow, but it's so good yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> can't taste good if it's vegan yeah. <laughs> so I mean it, during the day I mean being a driver it is kind of hard to always eat a lunch because obviously you want to get the job done as quickly as possible so you, it, it kind of takes obviously out of your day to sit down buy a meal or sit down and eat a meal so during the day I, I'm a big snacker even even if I had a meal I would be a big snacker anyway I just like to eat in general mm -hmm. so um, it's I, the best exactly Eating yeah the best. so I either have some granola the sunflower seeds always um, I every day I think I have some sort of package of nuts or anything with the you know trail mix or whatever it is mm -hmm. um, apples a lot of fruit like i used to usually eat about three four bananas a day just you know two and two usually during work and then after work i usually have a couple of bananas um yeah just a fruit nuts uh trail mix anything like that just kind of snack on during the day any any chips i do eat chips once in a while too just any vegan type of chips mm. like baked lays or anything like that so yeah i think out of everything in the world Chips would be the hardest thing in the world for me to get rid of. Like out of you have to get rid of all of them, though. Right, and yeah. that's the thing, though. Yeah. I mean, even if I were to try to cut out anything, because I know a lot of chips are bad for mm -hmm. you, mm -hmm. and I'm sure all the ones I like are bad <laughs> for you. Um, but yeah, just anything crunchy and salty, I guess, would be good. So I guess you know any sort of like you said, baked lays yeah. is, is that your, kind of your go-to or Gardettos? I know Gardettos, you like a lot. Yeah, Gardettos Man, too. Yeah, yeah, but you got to watch the Chex Mix though. The Chex Mix has uh milk in it so i avoid the checks oh. mix but gardettos don't have milk in it so so do you like if it's like a something that you've never had or 
um, something you don't have a lot, do you go to the back to the ingredients and mm. have to like read and make sure it doesn't say like milk or you know cheese or something like that? And uh, yeah, so luckily, I mean, I read the ingredients for for processed stuff in general, but a lot of the stuff when in milk or eggs or dairy, they'll actually say underneath all the ingredients contains milk. So it's almost mm, like you can do a okay. cheat. You can look down there and be like, because obviously there's people with allergies and right. stuff too. So that's what contains milk, contains nuts, or contains dairy. So there's a lot of things that you, yeah, you don't even have to read the entire thing if you don't want to. So if you're okay. just kind of doing a quick scan, it's like, you know, then there are some that do say may, you know, processed in a plant that does this, so may contain traces of milk or something like that. Gotcha. That I'm not too picky about. I mean, just, I mean, like I said, like Cliff Bars or even Cliff Bars mm. are a big running uh, community kind of thing, high outdoor community. A lot of vegans eat a lot of Cliff Bars too, and it does say tr there, there could be traces of milk or dairy oh. in this because we've processed this in a plant that we've also, you know, right. used milk. So Where it could mix in. But. Yeah. And there, I mean, I'm sure there are vegans that are very strict about that. Even if it says may contain, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm not a, a holy, I'm not, you know, that, that far into you it. You kind of trust that, you know, hopefully yeah, they're, exactly. they're not mixing the, the, the too close to each exactly, other. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. That's probably good. Or else you're going to never eat anything. Never, yeah. <laughs> there is a lot of things that, yeah, you can't eat. Yeah. <laughs> and I was going to ask too, I forgot about um, one thing with the running um, to go back. Before I before I was trying to do any runs or even elliptical or mm -hmm. anything like that, um, you know, I would I wish that I had some sort of personal trainer or anything like that mm -hmm. with me so I knew exactly what to stretch mm -hmm. and what to kind of prepare myself, mm -hmm. what to eat before, how how long before yep. you would, you know, like how long before you go for a run should you eat mm -hmm. some protein and yep. after you mm -hmm. run and all that stuff. Yep. What have you done? Like what kind of stretches, what kind of things do you eat before and after so you can kind of um, repair your body afterward? For sure. So when I first started off, I was kind of, I'm in the same boat as ever. I mean, I had a friend that was pushing me, but he wasn't, he played hockey and he played sports, but he, he did running for training for hockey, but he wasn't a runner. Um, so it was kind of just, you know, like anybody else kind of just, you put my feet in the water about it, you know, just didn't really focus on stretching. You know, I stretched, but not focus on certain stretches or, or what to eat. But as you, as you progress, obviously you're reading this, you're reading that, you're listening to different podcasts on running and you can get different tips. So if it's in the morning, I tend to just kind of drink, a, you know, either two or three glasses of water in the morning just to kind of get, obviously after you wake up, you're dehydrated. So I just hydrate myself and then I try to have at least a cup of coffee because I do, I'm one of those people that I really do feel like caffeine does help me when I go for a run just because I can actually like feel that kick in, you know, within 20 minutes or so into a run. It's like, okay, I'm, I'm awake. My eyes are open now and, you know, I'm not, you know, sluggish or anything. Um, so in the mornings I try not to eat and I don't, I only go for five, nine mile runs. So it's at this point that's not, you don't really need to fill yourself with food to do that okay. at what point I'm at but if it's a longer run during like a weekend yeah I'll try to eat at least breakfast beforehand try to put carbs and kind of like sugar not so much sugar sugary stuff but kind of just like an apple like that type of sugar or a, a granola bar with a little bit of sugar in it just to give myself that kind of you know give myself sugar and you know carbs so I can burn that off first when you go into a run and then after a run you always want to eat some sort of protein just because that's muscle repair that that's going to, you know, you, you can, you know, obviously, like I said, muscle repair, but also the stretching helps with it too, because it just, you know, it just, it just, um, protein does help a lot after a run. So, yeah. And the kinds of stretches that you're doing, like, is it mostly leg or is it pretty much full body? Leg. I mean, I do do full body ones, but it is mostly leg stretches. So before a run, I... And it, people do stretch before. I never really stretch any time before a run, unless I do feel 
that something is tight and I just need to do a little bit of stretching beforehand. But stretching before a run, I always, I always kind of avoid just because they always say, you know, your first mile, you don't want to, you know, if you're going to run a seven, eight minute pace, you know, for the whole run, that first mile, you don't want to all of a sudden out the door, you're going to run seven minute mile. Like, you know, you're just going to slowly get yourself into it. And that natural motion kind of stretches you out in general. And then after a run, yeah, I, I should do better about stretching in general, but uh, foam rolling is a big thing with runners. So that okay. that's like a deep muscle massage kind of, you know, uh, all around body. You can do it on your back, your legs, your calves, your arm. You, you can do it anywhere, really. Okay. Um, and that really does help out a lot. <laughs> those things, man, those things hurt so much. Oh, so. they yeah, they yeah. do. But it's a, I like it because it's a good pain. It's almost yeah. like that pain that, you know. You've earned. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's it, You earned it, and it's, it's just like this... You know, you stretch something in the morning or anytime you stretch, you you stretch real hard mm-hmm. and you kind of feel that pain at the same time and it kind of feels good. I, that's that's kind of how I get from it, yeah. <laughs> that's good though, you know. Yeah, well, I was uh, doing, and I, I was telling you this before, but um, a couple of years ago and it was anywhere near as, as bad as mm-hmm. like a, you know, a 50K or anything like that. But um, my brother and sister-in-law um, invited myself and my wife to go do some CrossFit mm-hmm. Um and it was apparently one of the, I want to say, hardest things that they've ever done mm-hmm. in however long they've been doing it. Um, because a lot of times they'll be like, yeah, CrossFit can, you know, one class can be 30 seconds long if you make it because mm-hmm. you're only doing this many things or whatever. Mm-hmm. But this one was like everybody was there for over an hour and a half. Um, and it included running. It inclu- And this was before I ever started trying to run, like yeah. started running again recently. Um, but yeah, after that, and it took me, I think about two and a half hours and I, for days and days could not move a muscle. And right after, um, my brother and sister-in-law were wanting us to use those foam rollers. Yeah. But I was like, but I'm like laying here. Mm-hmm. How am I supposed, I can't move. How am I supposed to get this off? So yeah, those, I'm sure they work because I've seen, you know, every professional do whatever, mm-hmm type of foam roll on every part of their body mm-hmm. but they sure hurt and i don't think that it's worth it <laughs> <laughs> and it's worth it when it's a couple of weeks later and it's like you're not your hips not hurting anymore but yeah no, that's I, true i guess yeah, yeah. <laughs> no but i i totally i i feel that too i mean at the same time i mean even just being a runner for 10 11 years or whatever i mean it's still hard for me to come back from a run and actually foam roll after because i mean even a long run like you said the same thing with the crossfit i mean that's how i feel after a long run i just want to take a shower right want to lay on the couch take a nap, watch TV. So it's, I mean, a, a, any runner, even professional, they talk about the same exact thing. It's not that even if, you know, a professional runner can run a hundred miles or, you know, whether it be a 5k or the long distance runs, I mean, all runners struggle with the exact same mental, okay. you know, you know, attitude and stuff like that. That so. makes me feel a lot better. Yeah. As <laughs> long as I know that you and, oh um, yeah, it's not, it doesn't come easy at all. Okay. No, I really, I still struggle to like push myself to like, if I didn't run in the morning for whatever reason and I have to run after work and after, you know, lifting wood or whatever we have to do during mm-hmm. the day. I mean, it's a, it's a struggle. It really is to come home and walk the dogs and do all that other crap. I mean, it is, it is a struggle to get myself out the door. So it's not like, it's not like I come home and be like, well, oh, great. I get to go running today. I just worked <laughs> right. for nine hours and now I get to go run. So it's, right. it's, it is, it is a, it is a struggle. So okay. everybody goes through it. Yeah. That's good. That's good. Yeah. To know. <laughs> um, again, Kevin Hovick is my guest, um, here on the let's make fun podcast. Uh, so we're going to try to stump you. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to do a little bit of trivia. Um, first it's going to be, we're going to do some, uh, 
is this a thing? Oh, Trivia. Oh. Um, and this will have to do with vegan food. Okay. Um, these are possibly things. They are possibly not things. But you have to tell me if they are or not. Okay. Um, and again, yeah, we'll see what your scores. And then after this, after this one, we'll do some Always Sunny, and then we'll talk some Always Sunny to to wrap up. Okay. Um, so, so the first possible thing <laughs> is this a thing? Mango mango mochi. Also possibly mango mango maki. Oh. <laughs> is this a thing? What was the first mango mango? What was the first pronounce you how you Machi? Machi? How do you spell it? Can you tell me that? M O C H I. Oh jeez. I'm going to since I've never heard of it, I guess I'm going to say no. But I've, if it is one, it sounds like a drink to me. Like some sort of like mm. kombucha, like those drinks with its seeds in it and stuff that you see at Whole Foods. I forgot what they're called. Because kombucha or something like that. It sounds something. But I don't, I, I'm going to say no because I've never heard of it. I'm gonna, I think I'm wrong though. It is a thing. Oh, yes. No. And what I thought it? I was going to give it away because I kept telling you how to spell it. See, and uh, yeah, it, it's a thing. Apparently it's a Japanese dessert made with sticky rice and azuki bean uh, paste. Um, oh, we don't eat that here, though. Yeah, well, I'm sure they have that. <laughs> no, I'm sure it's... I didn't, it's not like I went to some Japanese <laughs> no, I... website and like looked up all of their vegan foods. Um, so, um, and I should... Uh, let me go back and say, so, is, uh, these are things, like, obviously they're things, but are they vegan things? Oh, is, is okay. Kind of the, oh. The, yeah, I thought you so. were asking if it's actual, like, I thought you were just making up some. like, if it's not a thing, you were just making something See, up. See, and like, this is the first episode ever we're bound to have some issues. Oh, okay, right. So, we'll, so, let's so everything is a thing, we're just trying to figure out if it's vegan or not. Correct, yeah, ah. because I kind of gave it away, like, that it was a thing, because why would I make up this thing that I didn't know how to pronounce? Yeah. You know, so. <laughs> I don't know, maybe you're good like that. <laughs> yeah, I could have tricked you pretty well, I guess. Um, so that's my bad. So we'll just, get, we'll nix that one. Um, and I was going to say I could try to come up with another one, but I don't know much about vegan food, so I can't come up with another one right now. So we'll just go with five for you total today. We'll okay. see how many you get out of five. Okay. We'll do more of a percentage thing and see how that goes. Okay. All right. Because this next thing is obviously a thing. Okay. But you have to tell me if it's a vegan thing. Okay. There we go. Right. Non-dairy creamer. It's a thing. I mean, it's a vegan thing, yeah. It's a vegan thing? Not non-dairy cream. I mean... It is not a vegan what thing. What do you mean it's not? Like, they make non-dairy creamer. They 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 make it. Yeah. They make non-dairy creamer, but many creamers contain small amounts of sodium cassinate, or cassinate, which is a milk-based product. Oh. Yeah, which doesn't really make any sense. Well, That's yeah. why I picked that, because... Yeah, honestly, I have to look at it more too because when I say when I look, I mean, I don't buy coffee creamer. When you see it, it'll say instead of milk, it'll say almond milk or almond yeah. creamer, and I'm just figuring because they make almond milk, so that's what vegans and vegetarians right. go towards. So, and it's very possible that I'm kind of screwing you over because I bet they make a non-dairy creamer <laughs> vegan version. But I was kind of yeah, because I, I, the only reason I picked that was because it's it's a th it's like a big deal like yeah. non-dairy cream is pretty famous so you'd think that it I would guess, be vegan there's no dairy i guess what non-dairy vegan i mean non-dairy creamer doesn't have to be vegan because 
people obviously don't eat dairy that are not vegan because they're lactose intolerant. Right. So, yeah, I guess, yeah, yeah, I can see that. Yeah, yeah that was a yeah. tricky one. That one, I, yeah, I'm giving you some tough me. ones. I know you stumped me. And, yeah, and, I hope those vegans listen to this podcast. <laughs> like, this kid sucks. <laughs> He's not representing Yeah, yeah us, right. Yeah. Uh, all right, so one more thing, thing or not thing, I mean, is this a thing? Yeah. Your last one is stinky tofu. Is that a vegan thing? Stinky tofu. Stinky. I mean, tofu is vegan, but it's but I don't stinky. Know it's stinky. I don't know what's stinky. What would that add to it? I mean, what are they? What, what are they adding in that makes it stinky? Then and maybe they put a bunch of rotting meat on top of it, and that's why it's stinky. And then, therefore, is not vegan because of the rotting meat. I'm gonna say it is a thing. It is a thing. Yeah, it is a thing. <laughs> stinky tofu. Uh, chow dof. Chow dofu is the translation. Okay. Um, I'm assuming. Yeah, I'm assuming it's Asian. Yes, yeah. <laughs> it, 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 a very famous Taiwanese dish. All right. Uh, it translates directly to stinky tofu, with, and when being boiled, it can be smelled from far away, and supposedly smells of sewage. Ooh, so geez. that sounds good. <laughs> yeah, you know? right. Yeah. So that's where I don't understand some things where it's like just like oysters or something mm. like that. It's like this disgusting looking or smelling thing looks good. Let me try it. Why not? Let's see if it tastes okay. Why do people eat things that smell or look disgusting? I don't get it. I don't know. I mean, I don't I don't know. I mean, even being vegan, I mean we I mean I don't eat things that smell like sewage. I don't think I've ever eaten anything that actually smelled like that. Hey, if it's good, you know, would people you... eat cabbage. I mean, no one doesn't cabbage smell pretty bad. It does. It, it smells yeah. disgusting. Yeah. Yeah. And eggs can smell pretty bad too. Though. Eggs can. Um Oh, what else could smell bad that tastes good? I'm trying to think of non-vegan stuff that can smell bad too. I mean, I mean, I just, like, even just being vegan, though, I don't, I don't think I've ever made something that was like, oh god, like, I don't want to eat this because it smells <laughs> right. so bad. Like, yeah, that's not. I mean, even, I'm sure you can find plenty of meat products or meat items that. I mean, well, that's what I was gonna say. Is yeah. that not just because not only vegan, this vegan yeah. thing smells mm-hmm. bad. I'm sure there are plenty of meat-based things that smell bad mm-hmm. uh, that I wouldn't think would be good, but yeah. actually are. I mean, there's a lot. I mean, sauerkraut is mm-hmm. the most disgusting smelling thing on earth, yeah. Yeah, and yeah. I would never eat that mm-hmm. because I think I've tasted it. And it tasted like crap. Yeah. It tasted like it smells. But, yeah, I, I can't think of anything. The only thing I can think of is the dog food factory that we work oh, by. Yeah. And every time we smell that, it's most of the time it's like, oh, it's uh, lunchtime. But, yeah. no, I can't eat anything. Yeah, exactly. It, yeah, it, it tastes it like a terrible smell, yeah. All right, on to the Always Sunny in Philadelphia all trivia. Right, hopefully I can do a little better on this okay. one. Okay, yeah. and so all of the answers are on here, so don't look. Okay. okay. All right, so... Always sunny in Philadelphia. Again, this guy is ridiculous. He knows every line. Don't say that now. He, he does. <laughs> he does. So oh, no, I want to make you look even worse. If, <laughs> if, you, if you don't know all of these, then uh, then you're going to look even worse. But no, you know a lot about it. That's why I wanted to try this. I'm not trying to do it just to make you look bad. I just want to see if you know I these. I feel like I saw Like, I didn't see the answer. But oh, I, come I saw on. something that was coming. Okay, I'm like, well. I'm like, shit. Like, I don't know if I know actually what this is. Like, I'm trying to think now. All right, go ahead. Okay. Now. All right. All right. So. Charlie's mom's name is. Hold on. See that? See, Charlie we're Day. Not, we're not talking in, on the podcast or anything. I feel like I can come up with it like that. Um, I had to look, uh, look it up. Because they, they say Mrs. Kelly a lot. Yeah. Her last name Bonnie. is Kelly. Bonnie. 
Isn't the it answer is Bonnie. Bonnie. Yeah, ding, yeah. ding, ding. Good job. I had to look. I was very tempted to just be like, they call her Char Charlie's mom, and that's it. Yeah. Because I was, I couldn't find it for the longest time, and then I finally found it. So good job. I can, hey. hear, I can hear Frank saying it. Frank <laughs> says it a lot. Yeah. Bonnie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey, good job. I did not think that you would get that one, because I couldn't find it anywhere. Um, so you are now, what, two for four? Oh, we are we are we we're, we're combining the old yeah okay yeah, yeah okay. We're, we're going all total Ooh, 50. um two yeah fifty percent right now and we still have two to go so it's not bad okay your second question in the episode Mac and Charlie write a movie do you remember this mm -hmm, episode mm -hmm. D walks into Patty's pub and announces to the gang that she got a part in a movie. Who is the director of the movie that she will be in? Uh, Shyamalan. I can't remember his name, but he directed uh, the new Slumdog Millionaire or something. Yeah, it's like Shyamalan. Like, yeah, we I, will give you credit. Yeah, it is it, M Night Shyamalan. Yeah, there we go. Director, I got the, I yeah, got the director of the yeah. Sixth Sense. Six, is it? Did he do Slumdog or no? I don't think he did. Slumdog. No, I don't think so either. I don't know why. I th no. But like, yeah, but like, yeah, Sixth Sense was yeah, yeah Sixth yeah, Sense yeah. and Signs and all okay. sorts of pretty good movies, and then some pretty bad ones too. Yeah. Oh, is there? Um, yeah. yeah. But hey, good job. Damn. Three for five all now. Right. You're getting back up there. All right, all We've right. got one more to go. Okay, this one probably will be the easiest one. I, uh, nah. I guess we'll see. All right. Yeah, we'll see. All right. Question three. Right. And always sun it's always sunny in Philadelphia trivia. According to Dennis, what does the D in the Dennis system stand for? See, this is the one I saw, like, on the, like, oh, I didn't look at the answer. I didn't look see the answer, but I saw that you wrote out D-E-N, and I saw that. Even cheating, he can't get it right. <sighs> Why didn't cheat? Like, um, D. We'll give D. you, I mean, we'll give you a little bit of time. I don't want it to be dead air for too long. Oh, I know. I, uh, D. Oh, crap. Can you name any of the other ones while we're waiting? No, it's I a tough one. It is a tough because I don't I know. I thought it was going to be easy, but it is. It's a tough, tough one because like I don't think I've I've seen the episode like a you know handful of times, but it's not one of my go tos. So yeah, it's not one of the ones that I can remember stuff in the episode, obviously. But uh, well, I will just tell you. Is there a way on? Is there is there a, is there a, is it a, is it a phrase? Is it like more than one word? It is. It, you, all right, can you give me the last word? It's not the D. No. Oh. I can <laughs> give you. How about I give you the uh, abbreviations? Like the the, the 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 um yeah give me the give me the give me the next one give me E you know E did you write that they, no I just I was just asking for <laughs> D is E is engage I think engage in something D oh I forgot well I'm sorry listeners um it is demonstrate your value yeah, demonstrate your value I'm learning a lot right now yeah, yeah that was Charlie's yeah. line yeah <laughs> yes Very the Dennis system is a comprehensive approach to seduction that Dennis has perfected over the years according to him the first step to any erotic conquest is to is to D demonstrate your value in this episode, he demonstrates his value to Kaylee, a cute pharmacist, mm -hmm. by filling a prescription he forged for his grandmother to show that he is an all-around great guy. Mm -hmm. yep, Just I, like you. Yeah, I exactly remember that, but I couldn't remember that. Oh, jeez. What did I get? Three out of six? Three out, well, three out of five. Five, huh? Three out of five. Was it three out of five? Yeah. Yeah, three out of five. Yeah, because yeah. we, we missed the one. Um, also, I was going to say um, I would have also accepted for the first um, the Charlie's mom's name if you couldn't get it. I also would have accepted the worst part of the show. The worst part of the show? I cannot stand her. You don't every like time. her? No, she is the worst. She's, She's not so my bad. favorite, but I think. Well, what about the? It was not the latest season, but there was a. Se I like the episode when uh, 
they film like inside their house with Bonnie's, the, Charlie's mom's oh, there, right. and Max's mom's. I thought that was a good episode. That one was okay. Yeah. But for the majority of every time she's on it, I'm so disinterested because she's not a gr- like. I don't know if she's just overacting or yeah. what it is. But I know what you again, mean. Again, yeah. that's just a, the opinion of a guy that yeah. you know isn't as I big of a as big. I used to think I was an always is always funny in Philadelphia fan until I met you because you know pretty much almost every line. Um, well, who's your favorite character? Ah, it's it changed. I mean, when I first started off, I think everybody goes to Charlie because obviously Charlie's funny. Yeah, and like, he was but, my original favorite. Exactly, but I think as the show progressed, I think Mac. I think Mac's funny. Like, is there something about his the way he progresses through the show that yeah. he gets? He's funny in the beginning, but then his I think when he starts to like all like the the, the homosexual kind of things comes mm-hmm. out and all his tendencies come out and right. and how he still tries to hide it and everything and then the Mac gets fat in one of the seasons. <laughs> right. I, I I think I think let's go with Mac. I think I Mac's think one. Mac is definitely the best character because of that it seems like each episode or each season his character changes mm-hmm. from s- maybe a slight amount or mm-hmm. all the way to like totally different type of I person agree, yeah and uh, because frank, of frank too though frank's good my favorite <laughs> is dennis dennis yeah he, i think he's the best actor mm-hmm. and he's just the fun i think he ties the show together mm-hmm. the best and because he acts so well i was gonna say mac is the mm-hmm. best because he has to do so much mm-hmm. every season he has to be a totally different person mm-hmm. but because the show is the way it is mm-hmm. I just think Dennis ties them all together so well. I, I like them all. Yeah. I think uh, D is a, is amazing. Yeah. They're all amazing. But mm-hmm. yeah, so I love the show too. But I figured, yeah, I, I was hoping to get a little bit of trivia in with you. So I'm glad that you got most of them. I know that last one was tough because it was it, tough, you know yeah. it, it, it's kind of like a a trick question because there's so many different variations to the Dennis system. Mm-hmm. So it's hard to remember all of them. Yeah. Uh, but you did very good. Thank I mean, you, three thanks. out of five, that's not bad. And, you know, if, if anything, we could just count, you know, maybe we could just say four out of six overall, just because I kind of screwed you over on that first one. Okay. Um, <laughs> but uh, so, yeah. So, you know, we've learned a lot today. We've learned that... Um, <laughs> Kevin is a crazy person, um, but we already knew that. So I thank you so much for for stopping by and um, doing the first ever episode of Let's Make Fun with Me, and uh, and good luck in your conquest of a fifty mile race. Hopefully that comes through. Do you have any time? Like, do you know if there's one coming up that you're wanting to do? Uh, not. I mean, I, well, for, there are fifty mile races coming up in the spring, but I don't think the spring's gonna be ready. I mean, it's just the training in general. So I'm looking probably next fall nice and i don't know when which one yeah i've been looking but i don't know which one but yeah probably most likely in the fall do you think that if year. if you had to if there was one coming up that you wanted to do would you be able to physically right now uh i, I mean i don't i don't i don't know i mean i i think what's hard about running is that i think physically i probably could do it yeah i think physically but it's always the mental aspect that gets you it's not right. the really the physical i mean fi- i mean even doing the 50k i mean my hips were killing me at the end and your body's hurting but and you know you can always push yourself farther so i think that if you know if i had to do one in april or, or may or that time of the year i think i probably could push myself but at the cost of probably being hurt by the you know a month later uh, like physically like just just you know some sort of stress fracture or something so it's not even just worth it to do right. it you know so yeah that's probably smart and now if you do try to do that next fall you have a year to yeah. to try to get ready and I, and I always pepper in races beforehand like i'll probably do another 50k um in that springtime like april or so. i did a 50k in april I'll probably i'm gonna try and do the same one and probably try to improve my time you know coming up this year so right I'll, I'll pepper in some other shorter races as you know quote unquote training 
training runs as well. So that's good. Yeah, and I think keeping doing it every morning anyway will keep you in shape yeah. enough. And and the mental part, I think, will just come with it too. Yeah, so. for sure. Yeah. Again, follow him on Instagram at kvnhvck to see his ventures around the state and sometime maybe hopefully around the world. Yeah. And just wanted to remind everybody again, if you haven't already, go to Twitter if you have Twitter. Um, check us out at Let's Make Fun Show. Uh, Facebook is Let's Make Fun. There's a page there. Like it. You will you will like it, and you will get a lot of information about the show and about anything on the Not Normal Network, um, any updates or anything like that. So feel free to check us out, send in any messages, and we will get your questions read on air. Thanks again to Kevin, and thank you all so much for listening. If, whether it's the middle of the day or late at night thank you so much have a great rest of your day